When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thanks for tuning into Americana Music Profiles. The next episode starts right now. You're tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles. Brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Connecticut is home for the six-piece Americana band called North County. Formed in 2020 as a classic country cover band, they quickly discovered their desire for creating original material. They were nominated for a New England Rising Star Award for their song, Connecticut, and their debut EP, Connecticut, was released this past October. One of the band's founding members, Scott Smith, joins me on this edition of Americana Music Profiles to talk about the band's own brand of Americana music. Hi, Scott. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. Yeah. Thanks for taking the time out to join us today. Good to have you from uh, uh, the northern part of the country, Connecticut, right? Yes, sir. I, can, I, can I tell you that I've, I've been enjoying listening to your podcast. I've discovered a couple of new artists and even connected with one, and I Really enjoyed your interview with Colin Hay. I think he's just like a person of boundless talent, and I thought that was <laughs> yeah. really cool. You spoke. Yeah, that's great. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, I, it yeah. was fun talking to him. It's it's fun talking to all the artists because it's uh, um, you you get such a different perspective. Everybody has their own little unique approach to their craft, and and the cool thing, and I, I hope it comes across when people listen, is that. Um, artists are people you know they're they're uh, we can see them on stage and and you know kind of elevate them a little bit but uh, everybody is just a uh, a person trying to do what they love and so hopefully when we have these conversations it it comes across of you know we're just we're, we're just everybody's doing their thing so <laughs> i think it does come across and i'm one of those that i kind of like to know a little bit about the people i listen to i so i enjoy that so yeah. Thanks for providing. Yeah, well, thank you, Scott. I appreciate that. So you were part of a band called North County, is that right? Yeah, so I'm. there. there's six of us in the band. <clears throat> I started the band in 2020. We have um, a fiddle player named Cad Line. She's 24. She's remarkable. We've got a guitar player, Jimmy Johnson, who's been at it for a very long time. He brings, he really raises our game, and he's got tons of experience. He's a real veteran. Uh, Bradley Clark is the bass player. Our drummer is Peter Hill, who uh, co-wrote the songs with me on the uh, on the first EP, on the debut EP. And then John Aziak, he plays lap steel and dobro, and he even played some organ on the record, which kind of surprised us. We didn't even know he could do that. Yeah. <laughs> and he called and said he'd like to do that. So Yeah, that's uh, cool. And you guys have been together since 2020? Have I got that one right? Since 2020. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's been kind of busy. We're, we're, we've been lucky in the 
so we started late 2020 and in 2021 i think we played i know we played 40 dates and then this last year we're just wrapping up 2022 we played 90 dates in five states so we're and and i've i've got people around me these this band you know they want to play and so that's been great and they're they're willing to explore uh, original music we kind of pay the bills with the cover stuff which we love playing mm-hmm. uh, but we're moving towards the original direction and 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 we're really excited about that ep we released now, is this a band that you put together initially uh, from your own idea, or was it a group of guys that got together and, and said, "Hey, let's do this"? I was in a I was in a rock band and kind of wanted to do something more country because that's really what I that was really my influence growing up. And I I found a couple of players and then found a couple more. So I I'm the impetus behind it, but it's definitely a team sport. Uh, how how did it come to be? How did you guys originally get together? So I found Jana, who's the last seal player, on a website called Bandmix, which is like a uh, like a dating site for musicians, I guess. You can, mm-hmm. <laughs> musicians can put their profile up there and you can find each other. <laughs> and it turned out that he knew a bass player, Brad, that I'd known for years. Uh, uh, Peter Hill, our drummer, lives in the same town as me. We say the band's from Reading, Connecticut, because that's where Peter and I live and that's where we rehearse. And so he and he and I know each other for a long time. Our kids are the same age. And um, and the guitar player that I told you about, Jimmy, he came in as a substitute uh, on a gig, you know, sort of after we started uh-huh. and just really, you know, helped us out so much. So it's kind of a it's a fun hodgepodge of people and with different backgrounds and different ages. Uh, but we all get along really well. And they're and they're they're pretty much game for anything we throw at them in terms of where we're going to play or when we're going to play next. I, I, the pressure's on me to keep everybody busy. Now, you mentioned that you had had uh, played 90 uh gigs uh in i think you said five states is that something that you guys were used to in some other uh iteration before you got together is it, or, or, or me did... not at all no I, the last band that i was in played you know five to ten dates a year and so but wow but what happened with with me you know, i have i have three children who were all multi-sport athletes and so they're they're now in finishing high school and in college so this has freed me up to do a lot of this yeah and and the other folks in the band are at a stage in their life where they're they're game for doing this so we're you know we've we've got a good mix right now and and we didn't set out to to play all over the northeast uh but we've started to and, and as the opportunities increase and i've you know offered the gigs to the people in the band they just keep saying yes so we're gonna we're gonna go until our Families tell us we have to stop, <laughs> or, or whatever. Yeah, that's cool. So you started as a cover band. What what initiated the songwriting and the original material? Well, so so Peter Hill, the drummer, has always been a songwriter and was and it was pushing the idea, you know, kind of early on. Uh, and Cat Lyons, the fiddle player, she's a solo artist as well, and she's written written some music, and I had written a few things, and we just played one or two of them together and kind of got a good response, you know, from, you know, our places that we played and everybody sort of got excited about it. We, uh, we recorded the record that we released in October. We recorded that, Oh boy, about six or eight months before Maybe we recorded in February, Mm. February, 2021, we recorded that. And, uh, it's a, it's a five song EP that wasn't based on a lack of creativity. It was a lack of funds. That's Mm. what we could afford to record at the time. Um, and, and that got everybody excited. And now people, now that we're getting some response to the material and, and a few more people are discovering us, it seems like everybody in the band is, is interested in, in recording more original material. I've been busy writing and so has Peter. 
and Cat, who didn't have any of her songs on the on the first EP, uh, now very much wants to record some of her music on the next EP, mm. which is which we hope to or the next album, which we'd like to record a full album in in 2023. So you you mentioned that you were getting some uh, response from from your listeners. Do you have a sense of what kind of demographic seems to be um, connecting with what you guys are doing? Well, I don't have a great sense of that. I know that the, the, the people that follow us and show up to our shows are often over the age of 40. Mm-hmm. You know, we see, we see a lot of them. They, they tend to like the music. Mm-hmm. Um, one, one funny thing that happened, the, the title track of our, of our EP is called Connecticut. And, you know, we're sort of a proud Connecticut band, and, it's, and there's not a lot of, you know, call it country or Americana bands, you know, in our area, or at least maybe people don't think of our area that way. Mm-hmm. And so the governor of our state shared our song on his Twitter account, which brought some attention and the news story, the, uh, the news program came out and did a story on us. So that, that brought us some, some, some very much wanted attention that yeah. was unexpected and, and pleasantly surprising. Uh, but it does seem like that's sort of our demographic. We're going to, we're heading out to a new state. We're going to Pennsylvania in February. We're going to play at a very, late night um well late night for us we we're playing in the bronx new york city this wow. weekend wow. going out at ten thirty at night and i suspect we're going to have a, a younger crowd there so we're sort of we're sort of still finding our audience and trying to find ways to get our music in front of people yeah wow that's cool um you, you mentioned the ep um and that is kind of in line with the type of cover music you guys play as well it's, it's still in that classic country vein uh if we do play some modern country and um we we don't have any hard fast rules about what we play and don't play like we play songs by blues travelers we play some couple of songs by waylon jennings so we're we're we're, we're we, we kind of play what we like yeah. As long as the audience continues to like it, and so we're we're pretty open, you know. So there are some songs that are probably well. One of the songs on the EP is a cover version uh, that Cat sings of the Cranberry song "Zombie." Oh, um, yeah. and so okay. That's you know, there's nothing country about that at right. all. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, but, but we we had the parts to make it happen, and we're and we're proud of how it turned out. So um, uh, we don't play by too many rules when it comes to to, to what we cover. I I I am attracted to all kinds of country music and have been for, for a long time. I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a country music snob in any way. I, I, I like just about all of it. And so we're, we're game for trying whatever we think is going to work and what we like playing. What kind of venues are you finding yourself in? Well, so I, this is, a, I think so it's kind of, this is kind of a funny story. We had our, our album debut, our EP debut mm-hmm. at a theater in Bridgeport, Connecticut, called the Bijou Theater, which is a beautiful historic theater. And we almost packed the place, and we were up on a big stage, and they were treating us like rock stars, and people were asking for our autograph. And that <laughs> was on cool. Friday night. And by the next Thursday, we were back playing in the pizza restaurant that we've played at many times before. So, <laughs> so we're, we've, we're, we're, we'll play where they'll hear us. Uh, and so that, that's sort of the – you've probably just heard the gamut. So yeah. those two things – anything in between is it are you guys kind of at this stage uh a dance band i mean is that the kind of place you find yourself in that where, where folks would gather and have a couple drinks and get out and dance or is it more of a performance and and you'd prefer that they sit and listen to the show 
Uh, it is fun when they sit and listen. That's a, that's that's a rare experience for us. And you know, we're a six-piece band, but we also perform as a duo or a trio if if it's if it's right for the room. Mm-hmm. So there's plenty of times when it's you know me and Cat and Brad, the bass player, or me and Jimmy and and Brad, and we'll play to a kind of a seated dinner crowd or something like that. Uh, you know, this gig that I just mentioned in the Bronx that starts at ten thirty. Those folks are going to expect to dance, and I think we have the tools to make them do it. We, we've, we, we, we're not the ultimate dance band by any means, but mm. uh, people do dance to a lot of the music we play, and we and we try to cater to that crowd when we when we do it. Um, you mentioned being out uh, on the road in some other states. It, it, do you guys go out for an extended time? Is this are, are you guys still uh, to use the word weekend warriors? Is, is there other things that you guys do uh, during your your other time, or, or are you trying to make it more of a full time thing? Everybody has a day job of some sort. My schedule is pretty flexible, and and some others aren't quite as flexible. We went to we spent seven days this summer playing in Massachusetts and Maine and then back home, you know, and then made it back home. Mm-hmm. And I think we'd probably do that a couple more times. If, you know, if we, if we did that once in 2022, I suspect we'll do it two or three times in 2023. Um, and it, it may mean that we travel as a five piece if we don't have everybody. Uh, so it, it's an interesting, it's an interesting balance to make it work, you know, to, to, to play as much as we can. And we're, we're, we're going to, tr- we, we have the new material we're working on, and we we've got a plan to showcase that in February at a small club. So we're going to do a all original set there, which is not our typical thing. But as we move in that direction, we want to prepare ourselves for recording, and we want to test out new material in front of you know audiences that'd be receptive to that. What's the long term dream with it? Do you do you have one yet? I don't. I can't say I really have one. I mean, I I'm living my kind of songwriter's dream right now Mm. i'm i'm able to i I have the time to write what i want and i'm surrounded by a group of people that are incredibly talented that are game to be on board so i want to i want to ride this train as long as i can and and exactly where it's going i don't know i don't care i don't care (laughs) is it something that you guys have made space for in your thinking to uh, longer uh, further out travel, you know, taking the original material and, and getting getting some sort of little tour together? I, I hope to. And one of the things we did is is at that album release show I mentioned where we, uh, we were able to get a videographer who's producing two different promo videos for us. Mm-hmm. One of the cover stuff that mm-hmm. we can use to sell ourselves to places that really want that and then one of our original material we played you know a short video that we can use to show places that showcase original material and so we'll have that back in our hands pretty soon and and you know part of my job this winter is to is to push that out into the world and try to find out people that are looking for mm-hmm. um original music we're, we're we've sort of i guess we we graduated one step last year in terms of the kind of stages we we're playing on the hope for this coming summer is that we'll find a festival or two that'll pay attention to us. And, and, uh, you know, some of the, you know, some of the bigger sort of municipal type events where, where more people can hear the stuff. Um, and that'll be the, that'll be the work of the wintertime is trying to, to find those opportunities. What kind of festival? And and, and, and we, and we would travel. Uh, I, 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 I asked the band, 
can we go yeah. here? And if they say yes, we go. Yeah, so. awesome. <laughs> what kind of festival do you do you see the the original material fitting in? Well, so I know that, like you know, so you're you're doing Americana music profiles, and if if you had to ask me to tell you the difference between Americana music and country music, I'm probably not the right guy to do that because mm-hmm. I don't fully understand it myself, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, uh, I think that there may, you know, there, we may be, there might be a folk music festival that would be attracted to our sound, maybe uh-huh. an Americana music festival, maybe a country music festival. Um, we try to knock on as many doors as we can. Yeah. I think Americana is a big umbrella and there's a lot of genres that, that fit under that umbrella of Americana <clears throat> and Americana seems to be, um, loosely um non-commercial you know non-top 40 um but it's not rock or hard rock at least it's not rap it's um you know it's not commercial country it's it's not uh deep jazz but there are elements sometimes that float into it i think depending on who you ask uh what the definition of americana is i think the original version was alternative country um which was a form of country that wasn't really mainstream that was closer to original you know older school style country um that had more authenticity in it that seems to come out of some of this uh, machine made uh top 40 country kind of stuff that that uh, hits the radio sure, these yeah. days so I, I, that's kind of the the window that we operate under and you know of course bluegrass and folk and roots and all that kind of stuff fits in it as well as alternative country at least from my perspective and i think it's a fun conversation to have and and as i as i you know if i if i just listen to if i have the the computer algorithms throw me roots songs or folk songs or bluegrass songs or country songs or americana songs i tend to like all of it <laughs> I will say you said non-commercial, and certainly our music at the moment is non-commercial. <laughs> well, we've we've created a playlist on Spotify called Americana House Party, and it's kind of our interpretation of what uh, what Americana um, represents, and a lot of the artists that you would hear on there are artists that we've worked with over the last fifteen years in some capacity, um, and so. Yeah, that that when somebody asks me, I just point them to that <laughs> playlist and say, "Well, that, that, I'll, I'll, that, I'll take that advice and I will listen to yeah. that." Thank you for that. <laughs> sure. So you guys actually did get some recognition, if I if I read that correctly. You were nominated for a Rising Star Award. Is that right? Yeah. So the New England Music As- New England Music Association has an awards ceremony every year. We were nominated for uh, Rising Star of Connecticut. Uh, we didn't win, but uh, a terrific band from Connecticut won that we met and we saw them perform, and and it was very well deserving. And we were very honored to be nominated. Yeah, that was that was a cool thing for us, and we brag about that anytime anybody listens. Right? To us. Yeah, those feathers always always help spread the word for sure. You mentioned uh, earlier when we were talking about a new record that that I'm assuming is in the works. You, you've got material uh, already together for that. Is that right? We do. We probably. I, I'm. I'm imagining this record would have eight to ten songs, and I know there's. I know there's three that everybody in the band is sold on, and when we, and we're actually meeting on Monday, with me and Peter, the drummer who writes songs and Cat, and we're going to go. We each have about two or three songs that we're going to be playing and pitching together, and then starting to perform those and seeing how they fly, and find out what's going to make the. What the, you know, the next record, and and you know, and then thinking about how to fund it and all that sort of stuff. But I feel like, I, I feel like that'll 
that'll all happen by the time late 2023 rolls around. I that we got it. There's a couple we're really happy with and we're really excited to record and I'm, and, and hopefully, and, and we're all busy writing and all kind of, mm-hmm. I think you know, a little bit competitive with each other, which is good, you know, cause when I, you know, if, if Kat sends me a song, it makes me get off my butt and go grab my guitar and right. start thinking about writing. <laughs> so it's a, it's kind of, it's, it's a cool position to be in to have, you yeah. know, three people that all want to write for a record. And so I, we're, we're, I think we're all enjoying it. Yeah. So if folks want to catch you live, you're mostly in the uh, Northeast, it sounds like. Um, if they... We're in the Northeast. The, our, our performance schedule is always on the website. Yep. And and my next question was, what's the best way to, to find that information out? How do you guys like to communicate, website, uh, Facebook, et cetera? So I, I reply, you know, if anybody gets to us on Facebook or Instagram, they'll be, they'll hear back from me or Kat, you know, on, on that. But I think the best way to find us, I think, is probably northcountyband.com. I'm sure if you typed in North Country Band, you'd probably find another nice band. But we're the North County Band. <laughs> northcountyband.com is our right. website. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. Well, thank you, Scott. I enjoyed talking to you and uh, learning about the uh, the origins of your band. And uh, it sounds like you guys are on a really nice trajectory. And, and uh, I wish you well with that, man. It's exciting. Oh, thanks so much, Greg. We're super excited. And I, and I, and, and, and truly thank you for, for featuring us. It's, that it's, uh, it's a nice, to, it's nice to have a platform like this. I really appreciate it. Yeah, that's cool. Thank you. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.